You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of Can We Talk? We have a full house today. We got a full house. A very full house. We got the usual suspects, Shane and Anthony. And we're also here with guest host Paige, and we have Calvin from Leading Questions. Calvin Moore. Calvin Moore. He's hey. joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. No, thanks thank you for coming. Paige, I think Paige didn't say anything. Oh, right, hi. what's going on, hey, Paige? Paige? Thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks for being around. You know, hey now, yeah. it's our 69th episode. <laughs> nice. 69, dude. <laughs> nice. 69th. Uh, that's crazy. It's going by so fast, y'all. What, two years? Mm-hmm. A year and a half? I don't what? even get the whole 69 reference. Why is that special? Uh, 69. It's just, if you don't get it, you don't get 69. it. <laughs> okay, just, whatever. But it's like, it's not like an awesome position. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Big for yourself. We were right, right. good with the innuendo, but then she had to be split. Like, it's not like awesome. I don't like it personally. To, to whom? Right. <laughs> you can do it on your side. You can like if you do it on the side, it's okay. Yeah. It's, a comp- it's like a competition. It's a competition. Ooh, I, I think, don't like. But it's I'm, a competition. Everyone wins. Though. I'm very competitive. Understand? <laughs> yeah, but uh, my daughter is watching. Hi, Jordan. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! Jordan, Jordan, close your eyes, cover your ears. It's just a number right after sixty-eight, right before seventy. Right. That's no- all that matters. There's nothing. Yeah. Don't worry worry about that Jordan yeah, um, that matters Jordan. but I'm glad Anthony recruited Calvin I know Calvin you were coming from another podcast where you were taking some drinks you know you're feeling <laughs> a, little, a little good some I know what you're talking about never touch alcohol in my life this is a <laughs> so Verner's sober right here Verner's. <laughs> but I'm glad you were to make it y'all this is going to be a fun episode we got a free-for-all going um yes, Calvin is drinking Verner's and he's not sick I know I'm that's not. great. Who who does that? Like Verner's isn't I that love good ginger ale. but it's not that good when you're not sick though I feel like that's just <laughs> it cures all what I disagree. I like so you, it, it's really good. It's not too filling, and I mean, you got your Canada Dry, which is terrible. Yeah, that's yeah. horrible. And then there, there's that other one that I really, really hate. Which one is uh, that? There's some other ginger ale that's terrible. Um, Seagram's. Seagram's. Oh, Seagram's oh. is gross. Yeah, Seagram's. yeah it's, it's, it's not the best. Objectively gross. If you like it, you're a horrible person. <laughs> right? I will say Verner's, Verner's is the best good. out of all of them. You're right. Yeah. I but not, not Diet Verner's. Diet Verner's is objectively gross as well. That's because any diet drink is is horrible. Okay. I don't. Yeah. All the Oh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's drinking that diet uh, Mountain Dew over there. Okay. All right, sorry about that, guys. All right, let's get into current events. I want to talk about another tragedy. I hate I hate current events because it's always negative. But there was another shooting um, in Virginia Beach yesterday. Uh, a coworker shot and killed twelve people at a municipal building in Virginia Beach. And what's going on? What, what's up with this gun control issue? It, it seems like you know we're banning women's uh, rights to you know get an abortion we're banning lgbtq rights but we're afraid to ban guns why mm-hmm. what's up with that what can we do because it's, it's kind of crazy i think this is like the hundred and shoot 50th mass shooting or something and again i don't know how they clarify mass shootings uh, uh, any, any more than three any more than three people is considered a so 150 this year alone yeah. so it's it's a problem but for some reason we're still kind of we beat around the bush in terms of addressing the issue at hand, and I think people are still afraid to just go ahead and, ab- and abandon. I mean, you know, I don't want to ban guns altogether, but I still think there needs to be some type of, you know, regulation that makes it makes it more difficult, right, to to uh, to get a firearm. But um, again, this continues to happen, and it's just it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy for sure. Yeah, I I think that um, for me, I mean, we've had uh, on my show we had a woman on by the name of Nicole Beatty. She ran. Um, 
she ran for public office in a really hoity-toity area of, <laughs> of, of Michigan here. And she ran as a Democrat in mm-hmm. a very pro-Republican, pro-gun area. Yeah. And she ran on a pro-sensible um, gun control mm-hmm. platform. She lost, but she didn't lose by much, which is interesting. Wow. So people think about this kind of thing. But I think when it comes to uh, what do we do with these kinds of situations, I think that the the problem is most people are looking at gun control as not just a right that's enshrined in the in the in the constitution, right? Mm-hmm. It is a God given right. right? Yeah. God said that we can have guns. <laughs> like, right. wait, wait, what? Is that what Jesus said? I don't know. Right. So I, like, like, in the Ten I know I know which God you're referring to because you hate Muslims. So, <laughs> right. so I know which one you're talking about, and I don't right. think that's in there. But but I think that there is this idea that it's so enshrined within the American psyche, you mm. know, God, guns, and, and all that jazz. That when it, I when, mean, yeah. Paul's favorite weapon was an AK-47. So when it comes to this kind of thing, I don't know that there's going to be any kind of progress. Mm-hmm. But I get both sides of the argument. So where yeah. I'm going, hey, look, somebody brought up, hey, somebody just stabbed a bunch of people in Japan the other day. Yeah, Wounded 19 people. Like, did nobody have a chair? Like, he, had a, <laughs> right. he had a knife, right? right? But if he had a gun, he would have killed a lot more people. Yeah, he exactly. only killed one and wounded 19. Yeah. But I, I get the idea of both sides of that argument because I'm going, I want sensible gun control. There mm-hmm. are a bunch of laws on the record yeah. as to what we should do. But then I also understand the way the argument is used by – by pro-gun people. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look, some bad person mm-hmm. went in and shot a bunch of people. Right. I'm a good person. My kids have had guns since they grew up. They're okay. Yeah. Why do I have to be penalized? It's the mm-hmm. same thing that we do as black people. We're like, wait, that one black person went and did something terrible. Right. Why are you blaming all black people because of that one idiot who did the heat? Now, all of us would be like, hey, look, you're making us all look bad right now. Mm-hmm. But, but <laughs> right, gun control right. people would also – I mean – Pro-gun people would also say, hey, mm. you're making us all look bad right now because we're fucking responsible. Yeah. But I do think that when it comes to being black, we – being black, just being black doesn't kill a bunch of people. Yeah. So when we're talking about guns, the mm. the side of that is, yeah, I get it. Pro-gun people, you are responsible. But mm. yeah, this one person did ruin it for everybody because he killed 19 people. Can yeah. we Can we just admit that? So I, I think that that's kind of the ongoing struggle that we're dealing with is how do we address the fact that this issue is literally killing people? Yeah, and I, I agree with everything you said, but I also think that we need to sort of figure out, again, when when the, the amendment was made, you know, the right to bear arms, you had – People with muskets, right? You you didn't have semi-automatic <laughs> weapons that could kill yeah. people in seconds, like twenty people or in seconds, tanks. or tanks, right? Absolutely. So there needs to be some type of way for us to realize, like, hey, you can keep your hand arms, you, you know, your handguns, you can keep your your rifles, but these semi-automatic weapons, these machines for war, there's no point of having them, right? And I think that could be a justifiable step, you know, towards alleviating these issues. Even though the guy yesterday, I think he had a handgun he used, it was like a forty-five. Um, but but still, a lot of the mass shootings have occurred with semi-automatic weapons. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a reasonable step to make. Your right. tend to be your, your gun of choice. Right. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. Like, let's just be sensible about it. We don't need machine guns. There's no point. You can keep your rifles, your firearms to hunt. That's cool. Other than that, we got to ban it, uh, at least from my, my point of view. But, again, that's a, a debate that will never be solved because people will continue to fight about it. But we need to sort of figure out what – real steps tangible steps we can you know create um i do want to kind of switch bases though a little bit and touch on the Mueller report 
So Mueller came out. He officially resigned uh, mm-hmm. from the special counsel. And now he released a statement saying that um, he cannot if if he would have knew Donald Trump did not commit obstruction, he would have said it. And so now you have a lot of Democrats who are looking at this as, as the ball is in their court now. It's time to go ahead with the uh, impeachment proceedings. And you have other Democrats who kind of want to play the waiting game a little bit. They don't want to, you know, jump the gun. They still want to just wait for more evidence. Where do you all align yourselves? Do you think we should wait before they begin impe- impeachment proceedings or should we go ahead and just get it going? Is that a real question? It's a, real, a lot of people <laughs> at the debate because you got to think about the long term game, right? So in 2020, the election's coming up. If we go about the the uh, impeachment proceedings and the House impeaches them, but the Senate doesn't, what can I do with in terms of the Democratic candidates? Is that going to make them more vulnerable to defeat? Is it going to strengthen the base? You got to look at it that way. Any thoughts? I still can't believe it's been four years. It's been yeah. almost four years. Just been, they've, they've investigated him most of his his time in office. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I mean, it's something that needed to be done, but there are other issues. Like, there are other things that need to be done. Like, and this is always placed at the top of the list. I was watching MSNBC, mm-hmm. which is poison if you watch too much of it. <laughs> yeah. It's any television, right? So, I and there was a, um, a Democratic... Um, a congresswoman, I can't remember her name. She said she gets stopped in a grocery store and people ask her about impeachment. I'm like, really? Wow. After they did their taxes this year, they, <laughs> they, that was that was their main concern. Yeah. I mean, there's there's it's so many issues that I think are important that we do need to that that need our attention more than this impeachment thing because you you have basic human rights that are being violated right now, you know, all across the country. Um, you know, there's whether the, the right to have an abortion, you know, the right to come to this country, um, yeah. you know, the right to be, you know, LGBTQ, you know. So I workers think that rights workers were rights were gutted by um, the Supreme Court. Yeah. And it was just a blip on the news like, oh, yeah, they can put an arbitration clause in your employee contract. It's constitutional. Now yeah. on to this investigation. Like, no, like that, that, that has gutted workers' rights and set yeah. us back about 150 years. Yeah. And that's the sad part is like we are it's coming at us all type of ways. And we got to sort of figure out what's the hill we want to die on. Is this impeachment hill or is it more important things like like all these tariffs that are being, um, you know, pushed by Trump administration and are ultimately hurting farmers. It's hurting your know, working class people. And they got uh, reparations. <laughs> like, <laughs> farmers, farmers got reparations. I mean, uh, the, the, the bad thing is Trump in 2020. <clears throat> Trump in 2020 wins the election again. I said that. That's, that's, that's a reality that. situation. Right. That Trump's be, going, yeah. Trump will win the election again. Um, so when it comes to the, 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 Mo- the Mueller report, him resigning, he's obviously resigning because the investigation's over. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Your, your job's done. So there's no right. reason for you to stay in this position anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I like his, his response was basically like his, Per my email, right? <laughs> if, y'all, if y'all read this, I thing. said and like, he didn't say anything that was not in the Mueller report to begin with. Right? I uh, said if if we could impeach the president, um, I'm not saying we would have, but right. basically it was illegal to do so, so right. we didn't do that. It was not an option on the table. But I, I think the the situation when we're talking about the long game, as yeah. you said, do we do we impeach the president? Take that in the 2020 election where you got a bunch of seats up for for mm-hmm. election, not just the president. Right. Um, I think that any kind of impeachment procedure 
mm-hmm. is going to – or proceeding is going to galvanize his base. Oh, yeah. Right? And I don't know that it's going to galvanize our base. I also mm-hmm. think that the sad thing is as much as we don't like this guy and the rights that are that are being trampled on at this point, mm-hmm. when you look at the economy, most of the people – are looking at the economy and going, well, the economy is not so bad. The economy is actually doing fucking great. And and that's that's the terrible situation is that is the number one thing that people look at. It's well, like, hey, I know that you're I know that right. I know that I know that your gay rights are being trampled and you feel terrible for being Mexican right, right now and black people, it's a wrap. But <laughs> hey, 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 our but my check my tax return was nice. And so I look at that, I'm going Donald Trump wins in 2020. I, I just think that he does. I don't think that we have anybody that can run that is yeah. going to beat him. I'm, I'm notoriously wrong for being I'm, – I'm notoriously bad at these kind of predictions, so I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, Everybody I would, is. Yeah, but I would – the way I'm looking at it, I'm going, the economy is so strong. Mm. It's going well. I do base a lot of that on Obama's work, but I think that he's doing well enough on the economy that – Right. That's yeah. what I think wins him the election. So all the other stuff that we're looking at, I'm going, yeah, the impeachment proceedings, we could focus on that. Right. It doesn't matter. Everybody's going to go, it's the economy, stupid, and I got a higher tax return than I did last year. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck your fuck your civil rights right now. <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a better – I'm sorry. Did I, I don't know if it's a family-friendly we, show. We, I just we swore. Curse. I just right. swore. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, all right. My show, we can swear a lot. So, <laughs> I mean, don't go off I mean, we the top. Can, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I use my big boy words most of the time. Right, I'm just right, right. I mean, yeah. but the, the economy – you, yeah, you had you have a point. I think right now it's doing well. My fear is in the next two years is going to be, you know, it's going to crash. Just as we see, it's always a cycle of, you know, mm-hmm. boom and bust. Mm-hmm. Crash like 2008 crash? I, I think so. Okay. All right. I think so. I think you get into the point where, especially with some of the policies he's creating right now, the tariffs are going to have a huge negative impact. Like, think yeah. about like, I it. Get is. The, like, I get what he's trying to do. I just don't think he's doing it the right way because he, you have to undo NAFTA. But can you undo NAFTA? I mean, it, it's been undone. It is undone already. It's they undone now. the whole thing. They redid the whole thing already. Yeah. And both Canada and both Mexico are saying that this is actually a good deal. Mm. So I don't, like what do you do when you're like, oh, this is this is terrible, but the other countries involved are like, actually, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like, oh no, <laughs> I don't like this guy so badly, but right. And, and, I don't know. And that's the thing they're trying to push too. So they're they're trying to push for um, at least the Republican side is like, hey, the economy's good. You know, um, people are in terms of econ- economics, like people are a little bit happier. They're, they're happier than they were in the past. Um, again, but that stuff is so fickle though. It can, it can really change next yep. year. Mm-hmm. You would never know. Like it could be another crash. It'd be another recession. Um, and my biggest kind of fear is that if Trump doesn't win the 2020 election and a Democrat is put in place, that then you're going to see sort of the economy sort of fall apart and then they're going to blame the Democrats again. Like, oh, what did you all do? But, um, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. I'm kind of sick of politics. We talk about this whole thing all the time. We should have now. current events last. I know. It's, it's, so de- it's so depressing, though. It was such a fun show. I've, Let's I've, end I've, on this I've had that joke. revelation like, right now. It's so depressing, though. We start off on this. Now this you're doing negative. it the right way because you end on yes. a high note. Yeah. Know? Hey, let's talk about hip hop. Right. Right, 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 right. With that being said, let's make that transition over. Well, I, I at least want to say with the tariffs, you know, get all the stuff you need for your house now off Amazon right. because that, that tax is going up. Get your avocados. Get your, put my package in front of my garage. In your garage? eBay, everything. That's but all right. A, yeah. uh, so you listen to new, you listen to new YG, Shayna? 
Absolutely not. What? How are you going to listen? Hey, you didn't listen to it either. I listened to Stay Dangerous and I didn't. Like I didn't. That. Oh, come on, y'all. I didn't even try to, but no offense to YG, it's just, uh, that's just personal. Yeah. You know, I might. Why is it personal? I don't understand. Oh, it's only personal because I personally don't like him. Okay. I'm like, I'm like did he do something to <laughs> you? Like, what did YG do it? I mean, he's okay. He like, stole my Amazon package in front, from in front of my garage. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> right. That's, yeah, he's okay. Oh I just, you know, I'm not a huge YG fan. I think oh. he's, as a person, probably cool, but um, his music is not my. You know, now, if he that. were your friend. Would his music suddenly be your thing? <laughs> yes, I would. Okay, be right, right. Just so we're clear on that. To the homies, you gotta, gotta, be gotta to support the, the people, right? <laughs> yep. I, I did hear something though. I did hear that Apple was thinking about getting rid of iTunes, and what? I, that's a what? that's kind of an end of an era right there. I know, I know, um, Shana is an Apple Music customer, but for people like me that just like to, I guess, buy the music once in a while, I mean. That that's the end of an era right there. Yeah. They're just breaking the app into its component parts. So there'll be a separate music app, a separate TV app, a separate podcast app instead of all in one monolithic iTunes app. Oh, so wow. okay. Like well podcasts are already separate. Podcast already has its own thing. Uh not on the Mac. Oh. Um, true story. Okay, on my phone it does, but okay. Yeah, right. But you don't have iTunes on your phone either. You have the iTunes store, but Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. I okay. All right. All right That's good because I was a little panicking for me. I'm like, man. Like, <laughs> we'll know I don't want to go to Ski Mask Way. <laughs> we'll know more. <laughs> we'll know more tomorrow at like, one oh, o'clock. Damn. No. Oh, wait, is it no, keynote don't tomorrow? I have to pay one twenty nine okay. for a single anymore. <laughs> yeah. I still pay that student rate though. That five ninety nine student rate. It I is the best. Six people on mine. Right. I Apple got six people. <laughs> But for six fun. people for fifteen dollars, yeah, that's right. Can't beat I, that with a bill. So you don't like YG? I'm I'm adding him to my Apple Music, <laughs> right? Just because. I don't hate him. Out of spite, I don't even know who this. He's on his fourth album. I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck this guy is. I don't know YG. Who he's this, not bad. Who this he's person not bad. is. Uh, no, nice, is. nice West Coast gangster rap. Yeah, okay. He's pretty right. good. This is not my forte. Got it. Any other thing music related? Any concerts? Go ahead. All right. So this is kind of television and music related. So there's a TV show on NBC called Songland. Have y'all seen it? I've uh-huh. heard of it. Oh, it's, it's the new one where they're doing yeah. their, their songs. Yep, it's right. the okay, singer-songwriter. Right. So singer-songwriters yeah. have the opportunity to, um, you know, showcase their work in front of these artists. So last mm-hmm. week it was John Legend. He was the person that they were trying to create a song for. And then at the end, whoever wins, they actually record their song and put it on, on uh, what was it, uh, iTunes. So wow. pretty cool. It's a cool concept. Like, I liked it. It was one of those I things. What that contract look like? Right, <laughs> that's my thing. Like, are they? They, they probably not nothing. giving nothing. They probably get pennies. No, so that's they kind of a cool like probably. spin on it. Um, well, the the people who write the songs make the most money. Well, well sure. that, that's probably where not your money the is. Show, though. Yeah, like since a it's the show, show, it would just be like, oh. Well, I don't know how the show goes, but I'm turning yeah. in, in terms of music industry. Song. If you look at like the the Beatles, the Beatles. Paul McCartney is rich because he wrote all those songs. Right. Now, if you look at Beyonce, the people that are being paid off Beyonce, if you look at like all the single ladies, that song, right? Mm-hmm. All single ladies. There were like 15 songwriters on uh, that and yeah. they're all getting paid on that. That's where wow. the money is in the music industry is actually the songwriting. That's amazing to so, me. Yeah. I like, I like, like a three or four minute song could be written by 15 people. Yeah. Like, and, I've, and, I've and, the, and the fact that the, the lyrics are I'm not all being the single funny, ladies. Like, I've always been fascinated. <laughs> right. It's like all it the single ladies repeat. repeat, yeah. repeat. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. oh, uh, I think we should say that again. All right. That's, that's Marquise's all the single ladies. Okay. I got one. At that three times. Yeah. Run the money up. I would love to be, I would love to be in that boardroom just sitting back like, all right, y'all, all the single ladies. Just say that five times. 
credit it to five different give, people. Give me my line, money. Right. <laughs> but that's how it works. That's where the money is. So those the people on those shows are going to get paid more than your people on American Idol. Oh. But you know they're probably going to screw them over. No one in the oh, industry. Yeah. They're going to be like, hey, we're going to pay you you know, a one-time $5,000 you know, check. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy. the gift is John Legend sings your song. Right. That's yeah, it. You get that's, to be on television. That's, that's, that's yeah. pretty hot. That's, that's pretty much I it. I mean, that yeah. is pretty hot. I would take that. I would, <laughs> I would take that too, yeah, because you could blow up from that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're gonna get you're gonna get some calls. You're yeah, for sure. Calls. For real. Who okay. doesn't love John Legend? So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, he can sing. He can sing anything. He can sing yeah. a phone book. Well, I'm not a big fan, you but if I was a friend with John Legend, I'd probably like his music. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not that close with John Legend. All right, that's it for Calvin. You gotta go. He's <laughs> stealing my packages. All right. Go I'm home, done. Joe. I'm done. Go to bed, Joe. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no. Um. Uh, is there anything else? Any new albums dropped? There's been a few, but I wanted to I wanted to kind of shift the um <laughs> the conversation to you because you had just dropped a new short film. No, oh. It's not yours. Oh yeah. You want to tell us about oh, let's that? Let's hear this page. Sure, sure. I'll tell you guys about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not all that new. We shot it last year, and I just I just thought I would you know throw it out there. It's been mm-hmm. on YouTube for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it's just about this um. This white guy, black girl in a relationship, the girl brings her boyfriend to her family's house for the first time. And obviously something very dumb happens. He slips up talking to her cousins and says the N-word. Oh, Oh, shit. He just slipped that out, you know. (laughs) And um, she obviously is very upset. She breaks up with him afterward. And that it's just a it's really just. It was meant to be like a conversation piece. That's mm. all. Like, why? I mean, I just wanted to see like people's re- reactions. I had put it on YouTube a couple of months ago, and I started noticing, you know, like people are actually like watching it and commenting on it. I'm like, mm. oh, it's not. But read um, <laughs> right, never read the comments on anything. I don't, please. I don't mind because that's what I made it for. Because you know, um, what else? You know, what else would I make it for? Right, but, right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, something like that—that that, that type of conversation to be sparked. But yeah, so that's pretty much what that was about. Okay. Um, it was just the whole being in a relationship with two What's different. What's the name versions. of your film? It's called "It's Not Yours." Oh, because okay. he said the word. And it's not his. Oh, well, yeah. Let's campaign okay. to get this on Netflix real quick, y'all. Uh, Everyone, it's comment. only like six minutes, so it's not really. Well, you know, something else. Seriously, because yeah. Netflix, they had released at least like three oh. or four movies over the past couple of days. Right. Like, oh my god, they're killing it. Yeah, it, it, oh, go ahead. Oh, it was kind of it was just an excerpt of uh, this series that I'm actually working on that Anthony is going to help me out with oh. uh, called Ghetto. But it's just it's a play. The whole series is uh, going to be like a web TV series uh, based on the idea of all of these ghetto. I guess help me out here. People, <laughs> not um, people. Shayna has uh, has spoke about this too. So it's basically here's the meat and potatoes of like the theme of the story. So when someone says, "Oh, that's so ghetto," it's mm-hmm. kind of challenging what that means. It's like okay, so like. When did ghetto become an, an, an adjective, you know, when it's yeah. really a place right. you know, yeah. people live, you know, yeah. and it's really just just um, centering on this one character who um, living in the ghetto, he chooses to like he has his lifestyle surrounded by where he lives, but it doesn't define who he is as a person. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean, I like that. So that's coming soon, but not too soon. So. I'm excited for that. Yeah. yeah. If y'all need any, any writers, you know. 
Actually, I do because <laughs> I I wrote the pilot and I'm getting some help on the rest of the season. But uh, I I'm not too keen on writing a, a lot, a lot. So uh, I've been looking to pass off, you know, give lots of people writing credits, even so. um for people who are looking to direct things. Oh, that's awesome! Just hop into you know. She's, the film industry. She's selling herself short. She she is a great <laughs> storyteller. You know, she is a good writer. But yeah, the show is looking for new writers as well to help out flesh the whole thing out. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for that plug. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's that's <laughs> no pretty problem. that's cool. No problem. Yeah. And so like for you, do you like typically write like one um either small short show a year, one or uh, two a year? Like how do you It's actually been going that way. So yeah. I wrote my first I had my first short film that I wrote when I was mm-hmm. graduating college in 2014. Okay. Um, so as soon as I got out, I was like, oh, I want to really make this happen. So I actually took that script and I shot it. Um, we had cast for it. And so then we premiered it in 2016. Mm-hmm. So then after that, I made the short. I made a feature film in the summer of 2017, which oh. is coming out in August, this August. Awesome. Um, that's a faith-based film called Chasing After You. Um, and then last summer, I made It's Not Yours. Mm. Then in the fall, I made another short film called Fortunate. Okay. To be coming soon, too. So, uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to link, busy. we're going to link these short films. Working. Let's link these to the website or to the, um, the Facebook page so everyone can see it. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm interested too. I want to take a look right. at these. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely. So my Facebook page is, the Brianna Films. So it's a www.facebook.com slash T-H-E-B-R-I-A-N-N-A Films. And yeah, so all my work is should be there. Who's Brianna? That's my middle name, actually. Oh, okay, okay. So everybody, um, a lot of people that come to me for work always say, hey, Brianna. And for a minute I don't respond because I'm like, oh, yeah, hey. So. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. Rosie, what if that was her side, baby? Right. <laughs> well, thank awesome. you for sharing that. Um, Anthony, let's let's get into your two cents. I know you saw a lot of movies that came out. Man, I've seen a lot since we last spoke, man. I mean, can we touch on the um, – Calvin, you a Game of Thrones fan? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll not enough black people. Yeah, we need a few more. <laughs> we'll postpone that. Could All use right. three or four more. <laughs> could use about ten more. But, <laughs> but I, I did hear you saw Brightburn. I could talk about Brightburn. I could talk so, about that. With you. All right. So uh, okay, we can start with Brightburn. So I saw Brightburn, which was to me um, extremely dark. <laughs> extremely dark. Extremely yes. dark. But a great, you know, it's a great twist of like what what if Superman was evil? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of seeing the birth of a hero, we're seeing the birth of a villain, and um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's written. It's written by the Gunn brothers. I think they're related to James Gunn because he produced it. Yeah, they're his brothers. And then, yeah, he produced it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you know the story. You know, Superman crashed down on the farm in the, um, in this little ship thing. Um, so you got the same premise there. Obviously, the kid's name is not Superman. And, um, you know, they raised this young kid, but he's, he's raised to be a villain, not a hero. You know, Superman was always born to be a hero. This kid wasn't. And he has his own kryptonite. He has his own run-ins with people at school, you know, bullies and just complicated relationships and such that form him into the villain that he becomes. Uh, it's pretty good, man. It's well, it's well told. Yeah, I, yeah, I was a fan of it. Um, I don't remember the kryptonite thing. Did he have a weakness? 
He did. Uh, Part of, well, I don't want to ruin it, but um, okay, right, I, don't yeah. do that then. But no, um, you know, uh, I went in knowing. I mean, the preview lets you know full on what would happen if Superman landed at the exact same situation, mm-hmm. little farm in, Can- in Smallville, Kansas, and then was a terrible person. You know, yeah. <laughs> what would that be like? And nice. and um, DC played around with that as a comic uh, with the uh, the issue of Red uh, the Red, uh, Red Sun, Sun yeah. where he lands in Russia. He re- lands in ro- communist Russia. He's raised with communist ideas. Now that ended differently, where he ends up still kind of standing up for truth, justice, in the American way at the right. end. But uh, with this, the kid's evil. Ain't, ain't no games. Beginning to end. Yeah. He's, straight, he's straight up. Yeah. Right. He's a terrible person. Um, I do like uh, that they had. Um, I won't give away the the end of it. I, I'm going to kind of give away the end of it. But they they set it up for an evil Justice League in in a way. Right. Yeah. Right? The exact opposite of the Justice League. So um, I thought that um, I thought it was very very well done. Like you said, it was dark. It was very, very dark, but you knew going in what sandbox you were playing in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. This is, this is okay. if all, all things considered, what would happen if, if Superman was an evil person? Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. They played around that sandbox of the, the alliteration of his name. I can't remember what the kid's name is in this movie, but Brandon. it's just, yeah, but it was BB. It was BB like Clark Kent or Lex Luthor. Same Brandon kind of Bryan. deal, right? So they yeah. play, yeah, Brendan Breyer. Yes. Um, so. I thought it was it was well done. I don't know if the acting was super fantastic. The young actor was pretty good. The, the, yeah. the kid was I great, but was everyone great. else is just kind of like, eh. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, right. man. I liked my man from the office, uh, <laughs> Pam's ex fiance, who played the father. <laughs> was it his uncle? Uh, He's not Star Lord, though. I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, his uncle was somebody Star-Lord. else. But um, you had Elizabeth Banks as the mom. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. she did pretty good. I, I didn't. I didn't mind the acting. I went and saw it with my brother. We we did enjoy it. We enjoyed the premise. I would love to see them go further based on the after credit scene. Mm-hmm. I would love that. That all goes is how much this film sells because you know Hollywood. If it sells, then they'll they'll go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, do we know how it look. did did in sales? Not yet. I mean, has is it Monday? Because it came out this week, right? Oh, uh, let's see. Last uh, weekend? Last weekend. Opening weekend. It was last weekend, I think. Made $7 million, Uh Grossed $11 million so far. That's modest. It depends, yeah. it depends on how much it took to make it. Like, if they broke even, then maybe. If they didn't, then... But we're yeah. also in a day and age where, hey, you know, that it took $7 out, million to make. Yeah, it came so. out of the theater. Okay. Yeah. It's going to do enough to make... It's going to break even. If it's not considered a success, guess what? Netflix or Disney right. Plus are going to come along and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, hey, what can we do? Can we make the sequel on our?" On Disney our ain't going to touch this movie. Disney, no. Disney, not, it's too dark for them. It's, it's too dark, dark for Disney. They Disney, ain't, Disney made ain't gonna the movie. Touch this. Disney made what? the movie. They, they did. Own, they own the parent company that made the movies. So uh, it's like, all right. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, it could always be a cult classic. You never know. Yeah, it will. I, I would call it that. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was. It was very. Even though we seen the trailer, we mm-hmm. expected it. Right. Um, but when I got in my seat and I was seeing what I was seeing, I was just like, okay. This, this kid is, is evil. Yeah. This right. Is, I don't know. Like, it was, I like, it was <laughs> like a mix of Superman and there's an old movie with Macaulay Culkin called The Good, the good Son. Son. Right. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. those two movies smashed together. Yeah. It was just like, It was okay, just moments where it's like. I'm scared of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to really trip me up, but there are moments where I was like, ah, oh, it really went there. They yeah. went there. But, and it know, was graphic too. There were actually kids in the theater. Um, which oh, yeah. I bring your kids to this? Scared. Yeah, that, that was that, me. I didn't know. I had kids right behind me, and I was like, "You guys are objectively bad parents." <laughs> Just so you guys know, yes. cover your eyes. Yes. Now. This isn't an accidentally walking into sausage party thinking it's an animated <laughs> film, and then like right. in five minutes in knowing yeah, this, this is, is not a good right, idea. Right, right. <laughs> this is not, uh, no, that did happen. That did. Oh happen. yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I would have snuck into sausage. That party. movie was sick. That was a sick movie. Uh-huh. It was a great movie. It was fantastic. <laughs> 
Um, all right, I'm gonna move on. Uh, I saw John Wick three. Just some of the best gunplay scenes I've ever seen, man. Like, like I, I mean, you. Um, so basically, John Wick is on the run again. Again, mm-hmm. uh, by is he still every, mad about his dog? By everybody? Yeah. No, that's that's been well, done. That's, that's been, been done. done. I was about to say. <laughs> but, that's just um, a layer. I haven't seen part two yet. And they so. killed his third dog. He's, he is on the run. <laughs> no, the crazy. new dog's still alive. But um, oh, yeah. they yeah. they they know better now. Yeah. They know better. They protect no, the dog. No, get a dog again. Yeah. No, Peter would Peter would be calling like, "Hey, it's the third time." It's our kill. <laughs> but um, but listen, man, John Wick is on the run from every hitman in the world, basically, because he has a hit on his head because of the events that happened in chapter two. And basically that is the story. Like there isn't much story here. There's just a lot of action. And that's not a bad thing. If you love John wick, it's just like some of the best gunplay I've ever seen. Like, Homeboy riding on a motorcycle, killing people. Riding on a horse, killing people. <laughs> he in the sand dunes, like yeah. it's, it's outrageous but cold at the same time as yeah. the, how they direct it and how Keanu Reeves just straight is just straight man the whole time. Yeah. When does it become too much? Like you can you can only survive so many attempted killings Listen, and, and if, if you keep, assassinate if you keep being imaginative with the gunplay, then I will always come to the theater. You know what I'm saying? Don't we have yes. like nine Fast and Furious movies? Right? That's, yeah, that's right. true. That is true. But they, but they yeah. counting. So. <laughs> Yeah. And counting, and counting. But Fast and Furious kind of evolved, though. It, it evolved it's past slightly. racing. Oh, yeah. yeah the first yeah. three were racing, and then after that, it was like, like, have you seen that Kermit meme where Kermit's, like, driving the car in the first one? <laughs> and then, like, three through seven, it's him with, like, machine guns? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's right. Fast and Furious, but, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be racing spaceships. Yeah. <laughs> John, John, doesn't the new spinoff have, Hobbs like, superpowers or something? Seriously? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Idris uh, so Elba is a super soldier in the new one. Yeah, yeah they, they made him a super soldier. They did talk to the Fast and Furious writer. He says, man, we ain't going to space. Like, come on. Yeah. Put some respect on my name. We ain't going to space. But it sounds like they mixing Marvel with Fast and the Furious. Like, what's, what's going on now? They're like, selling, the man. They're doing crossovers. They already did race a submarine. That's right. They did race a submarine. Oh, my God. So, it's too much. But uh, overall, I loved it, man. John Wick 3, I recommend it. Um, I saw Pet Cemetery at the drive-thru, but I have to see it again because it was like, it was a little too dark there. Um, it's a dark movie, yeah. but it was, it was, it was, it was too dark in, out, outside and all that. It mm-hmm. was really just the legit remake i think a few things were like changed they changed some major parts they they changed some major parts of that plot uh and i'm a big stephen king movie fan i thought you read the the books you read the books i did read the books i do read almost all (laughs) stephen king's books um but and the books are nothing really like the movie but i i've in the preview for it two came out so i'm super excited about that but no i mean uh, pet cemetery 2 was a fantastic send-up to the original uh with enough plot twists to make me go Okay, that's different, but also not feel like it's so different that it's no longer Pet Cemetery. Can't right. relate. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was. I, know, I thought it was good. But that was because it was the second movie. I love horror. My wife won't go see horror movie, horror movies, so I'll go by myself generally to go see that stuff. Yeah, me too. Same here. Same situation. Um, <laughs> okay, so I wanted to get into the movie that I predicted would come out someday. Ma. Mm. How was it? Dog, man. This was, listen, man. I've always said Octavia Spencer, if you put her in the right psychopath role, she can play it brilliantly. Yeah. Why? And she did. Why did she you say that? She kind of looks like a <laughs> You said that. You said that. I can't remember what show. Yeah, yeah, I do. And she, she, she played the film brilliantly. Oh, oh, my mouth ain't working. Almost <laughs> to the point where she was like better than the movie. Wow, and that 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 was both a good thing and a bad thing. Like you're watching it for her, but I feel like the film didn't reach up to her crazy. The film was like a little bit more crazier than she was, but overall, it was just a great horror comedy. 
So it left more to be desired, like in terms of the plot. Oh, wait, or, horror or comedy? Horror comedy. Wait, comedy. It has some comedic moments. Like, like any, it's, it's like one of those moments where like something that's happening is so outrageous that you just have to like just chuckle. Like, what the? Fuck? You know what I mean? Like uh, moments like that. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see a comedy out of that. But like you said, it's so just like. Uh, see, now I might go see it tonight. I'm going to see it tonight. I have to. So, um, about five o'clock, I'm gonna go see it. It's outrageous, but it's outrageous in a good way. Sunlight when you come out. Did you see it? Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, I gotta see that. I'm gonna see I saw it next week. Aladdin. I saw Aladdin oh, too. Aladdin? Aladdin? I, How was Aladdin? I was, I was I disappointed. I was disappointed. I person. liked it. I liked it, and I went uh, in with a completely closed mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have been deeply upset by every single live action movie, and here's why. Yeah. And Jungle Book, you, you go in knowing you're about to see the same movie you've already right. seen. <laughs> And I went and saw it. I was like, it was okay. Right. It's, it's All not of as, them are literally the same thing. I agree. It's not as magical as when you saw it as a as a kid yeah, in a cartoon. And, come, uh, Will like, Smith. Will Smith is good in the role. I don't know anybody else's name who was in that movie other than Will Smith. <laughs> but when it comes to the fact that he's also stepping into a role that was iconic by Robin by Williams. by Robin Williams, yeah. and Robin Williams no longer with us. His tragic story. I love Will Smith. I mean, he, the, the guy can't fake. The guy That's can't. That's the fail. Heath Ledger effect, uh-huh. though. Stepping into John Nicholson's place and owning it. Because Will Smith owned it, right? Yeah, but uh, not as not as much as no. Uh, Heath Ledger owned Williams. the Joker. I'll just Heath backtrack Ledger that is the Joker. Heath Ledger is the Joker he now. Jack Nicholson is the Joker. Jack Nicholson is well, as well. a Joker. He's a Joker. Yeah. Don't do that, man. Are we Joker, doing huh? this today? We're Are we doing this? this? I hurt the feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, we ain't doing this today. Mark right, Hamill is cool. the Joker too. Yeah, true story. Okay, that's yeah. that's respect, and he's that's the new respect. Chucky. Is but, he? Uh, so yeah, Mark Hamill is the new Chucky. Oh, How do y'all feel about uh, the nope. new Joker? We're not talking. Uh, no, new oh. Batman. You talking about the new Batman or new Joker? New Joker. Joaquin Phoenix is the man. We'll see. We'll see. I like him well. And Robert Pattinson as the new Batman. Um, That's what I thought you were going for. Um, Robert oh, can no. act, man. I mean, look, if y'all just hmm. seen Twilight, then y'all probably think not. But if y'all if y'all seen Good Time and other stuff he's done, Robert can act. He's a fantastic actor. I just don't think he's a good Batman. But we'll see. I said the same thing about Ben Affleck. He was actually a good Batman and had shitty, terrible scripts. I was about yeah. to say that. Before it came I out, I was your, mom, just, your mom's name Martha, too? Did <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you that that happened in Endgame? Did you see the episode where I said that happened in Endgame? They had they had a Martha moment in Endgame. I'll, I'll tell you later. But um, <laughs> I was iffy about Christian Bale before Batman Begins came out. He did all right. Really? Yeah, he did. He did I more than Christian all right. He did a great I job. If you seen uh, what's the movie American Psycho? Or American something? Psycho. Yeah. 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 yeah, he he killed it in that. He was a young guy. Yeah, lost a lot of weight to play that role too. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So Aladdin was solid, huh? You say I liked so? it. Yeah, it was. It was. It was okay. literally the same movie, with the exception of one one change, pretty much at the end of the movie. That, yeah, that was that was it. Which I mean, if you pay attention to what Disney's doing with Girl Power, yeah, you know, they could have named the movie Jasmine. Yeah, it was, right. about, it was about, <laughs> Jas- it was about <laughs> Jasmine. It was about Jasmine. Wow. So I mean, that would have been a good name change, though. That would have been solid. That would have been. So, it mean, didn't feel natural. I liked what they were trying to do with it, but it felt forced. I like, I agree. It wasn't fluid throughout the movie. They just kind of forced it in in certain spots. It wasn't mm-hmm. a continuing theme throughout the movie. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think it feels that way because we have the old source material. If we didn't have the old sure. source material, we wouldn't feel that. But sure. I, yeah, I maybe. That. Maybe. But that's just me. How I mean, was it the was, acting? It was a good movie. It was, was fun. It forced? Yeah. No, yeah. I felt like I was watching a live action version of the cartoon. So there was nothing where I was like, this is terrible acting. I mean, it was like you're this, watching you're giving, a, yeah. I bring less expectation <laughs> to a live action rendition of a cartoon. 
Mm. I just do. Okay. So what do you? Much. Jungle Book surprised me. I like Jungle Book. And then they had like Jafar in the movie. He had the crisp lineup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jafar it was too good. Cartoon, Jafar the, looked too in good the, in this in movie. Cartoon, like, but in the live <laughs> action, he didn't shave. Like, right. I feel like I feel like Jasmine would actually want to be with Jafar. <laughs> Jafar is actually a good looking man in this movie. And, and he's like in the old movies, like Prince Abu you like he's super right. old looking. You're like, okay, no. <laughs> I, get, I get why she doesn't want him. In this one, I was like, he's. He's okay. right. I need to go get a haircut. <laughs> okay. I'm just hoping Lion King can live up to my expectations. I'm, I'm hoping. No. Hey, you got James Earl Jones back. That's all that yeah. matters to me. Yeah, I think true. that would be solid. Everybody's freaked out by how um how, how Timon looks, or is it Pumbaa? Like 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 think, like the big like self. Well, who's Seth Rogen playing? Seth Rogen's playing Pumbaa, right? Playing mm-hmm. Pumbaa. Yes. Yeah, everybody's yeah. a little a surprised by how Pumbaa looks. I don't think Beyonce is a good voice actress. Uh, she was in that other cartoon movie. She was like a fairy queen or something. She just sounded like Beyonce. Yeah, right? yeah. It's just like, oh, that's Beyonce. I'm that's sure, Beyonce. I'm sure I think Rihanna would be a good voice actress. I think I'll wait to see it before mm, yeah. I before I make notes Again, on like. For me, a lot of this for stuff, a lot of things yeah. that happen yeah. in these kind of movies are very forgivable. Yeah, because yeah. you were watching a live action. Oh yeah, yeah. You just gotta you gotta take yeah. it for what it is. It's a live I, action. I don't version. expect a lot. I mean, I'm not expecting Braveheart acting from. From the Lion King. Yeah, right, right, yeah I'm right. not expecting that, right? So. We're not expecting uh, Andy Serkis' Gollum from the Lion King. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's true. Right, you know what I mean? But I, um, anyone's... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, y'all, Netflix is continuing to kill it I'm, all day, every yeah, day. Yeah, I got to clap it up for Netflix. Yeah. They have been did doing... You, did anybody see uh, See You Yesterday? I saw, uh, yeah, I I saw, saw it. See You yep. Yesterday. Wait, yeah, did, I sure did. Did it come out this week? That was like no, last week or two weeks ago. Oh, I haven't seen it So that was directed by Spike Lee. Well, it's produced um, by, it's produced sorry, by, produced by, yeah, by Spike Lee. Um, oh, some it was a woman that that wrote it though, or Wait, two is that, people. Is this the I'm Beatles mistaken. movie we're talking about? Oh no, 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 no this no, one no. is That's yesterday. This is yes, a yes. movie about black kids that create a time machine. Oh, then, see you yeah. yesterday. Yes, yeah, see you yesterday. See you yesterday. See you yesterday. Okay. Yeah. All right. They uh, go back in time to try to stop a, a police shooting. Yes, yeah. I did watch that. <laughs> I watched it. I was like, this is this is too this is too for black people. This is what we would do. Back in time, when would you go? Oh, I go to the 1920s. Black people are like, uh, maybe last Tuesday. That's, that's where I go. That's legit. What it's like. That's why I'm Bristol. Like, oh, yeah. and, no, but, <laughs> but this, that's the truth. They went back yeah. to last Tuesday to yeah. save, they to to save the, the brother. Be, they went back to the day before. That's basically yeah. what they did. I'm like, that, that's black people time travel. Yeah. Yeah. Time, time travel wouldn't would we, we wouldn't pick certain for, for places real. in the past. Yeah. Can we go to the future? Can we go? How far in the future can we go? People like, oh, I want to go back to the 1800s and experience what it's like. No. <laughs> yeah. <I'm not. laughs> All right, so see you yesterday. You guys recommended uh, when they see us. You say you guys recommend that one. Yeah, yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. Yes, so, I, I don't know if I like. Yeah. It's kind of like Fruitvale Station for me, where I'm only gonna watch it once, and I'm not gonna watch it. It was right. painful. That's so it. the yeah, first that's episode it. was hard. So though. it's po- yeah. it's poignant and painful. Yes, this, I didn't get through the first mo- episode because it was like, okay, I got to turn this off. There's I'm a lot of movies like that though, where it's a it's a one and done for me. Um, had nothing to do with us. Uh, American History X. That's a one. Oh yeah, when, one and done. Curb stomp. Very good. Yeah, the curb stomp. That's oh. done. Uh, Schindler's List. I don't need to see that again. Oh, yeah. I don't got to see it again. I actually did see that again when it came out in theaters. Uh, I, don't but, see, um, I don't have to see it again. So I mean, yeah. there, there's certain movies like that. Oh yeah. But, but when it comes to replaying black trauma, like mm-hmm. generally, there's a lot. There's one movie I haven't even finished. It's a uh, the the hate you give. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I couldn't do it. I could not yeah. do it. When the cops show up at the at the restaurant and start messing yeah. with this girl, I'm like, I'm done. Can't yeah. watch it. You uh, not finish it. 
Have you guys watched? Do you guys are you guys into? She's got to have it on Netflix. No, I it's, it's, it's on my list. It's I on tried. my list. It's uh, so hard. I, if they basically go on Twitter, <laughs> take conversations that are happening on Twitter and put it in a script. Mm. They do that. For I, I gotta put she's more gotta respect on Spike Lee's name. They do that for I, she's gotta have mm. it. I gotta put more it, respect on his name. I can't just say that. Dear white people. I can't just um, say that. Dear white people was great though. I like yeah, the movie and the show. It I is like the, great. I like the movie the better than the show. I like the, the movie better too. Than the show. Yeah. 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 But the show gets to dive. The show gets to dive. I like them both equally. The show gets to dive into things that you couldn't in a two-hour span of time with a movie. More character development too. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But um, okay. So when they see us, see you yesterday. Oh, another good one. Always be my maybe. Oh, I've seen it. I haven't seen it. We can't talk about that one yet. I didn't watch it. Randall Park and Ali Wong. Yep, yep. Yeah, and I love her. I love her on American Housewife. She's so funny. My wife and I watched that show. She's great on that show. So I think this is like one of the first is Asian American rom coms I've seen and maybe ever. Crazy Rich Asians. Well, other than Crazy Rich Asians, like the second, the second. God, all right. I was calm. Like what about Crazy Fresh off the fresh off the boat. Every single week that show comes on. Well, it's a television show. It's different between a movie and it. But but it was it was really good. I liked it. Um, I don't want to give too much away because I know you haven't seen it yet. But yeah, it's solid. I I will say one of my favorite of the weekend. I saw. Okay. Was maybe. Really? Yeah. Okay. Which one? Who saw? Go- oh, go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say, uh, always be, be my maybe was my favorite okay. of the weekend. Okay. I saw Godzilla. Okay. So, oh, okay. So, how was that? Uh, Garbage. Really? Oh. First off, we know what happened in Godzilla. Why do we need another remake of Godzilla? Well, I thought it was going to be Godzilla versus King Kong. That's the next. <laughs> that is the next one. So all of it. All of this is a vehicle to get Kong versus Godzilla. That is it. And it will be exactly what happened in the Avengers movie. Hey, let's all fight. Wait, we're on the same team? Maybe we should fight the real bad guy. That's exactly what Kong versus oh uh, versus Godzilla is going to end up saying, being. I'm done let's let's skip this, all the preambles and get to the fight. Yeah, all this right? middle one, it was like, okay, Godzilla's back. So you did Godzilla, then you did Kong, mm-hmm. now you're doing Godzilla King of the Monsters, and you're literally taking every... Godzilla movie that ever existed and putting every single bad guy he ever fought into yeah. this one movie. Wasting time. That money. looks good on that's paper. What, that's what that looks good on paper. I fell asleep and then woke up and I was like, all right, cool. City's destroyed. Expected that. Now for the last fight. Oh Watch it. I was like, okay, this is cool. I want to see Kong versus Godzilla for just a few minutes before they team up against whoever the real bad guy is. So basically what you're saying it was okay. is. It was, mm-hmm. I, it was not a great movie. Since everybody liked the yeah. visual effects, you're saying it's a beautiful piece of shit. Yeah. Let's just, <laughs> let's just, let's just, let's just put it this way. It's Avatar. I have an Apple A-list. I'm glad I have that. <laughs> right. I can go yeah. see those three, A-list A-list. three movies yeah. a week. It's like, hey. I'm about yeah. to download this. Hey, I was only going to go see three movies this week anyway. Yeah. Whatever. I don't feel like I wasted a lot of money. It's just time. I can't get that we back. We actually used whatever. ours up this week, uh, yeah. which never happens. Normally in the summer yeah. it does for me, but you know, it's, yeah. it, it is what it is. Okay. I went to see Intruder. Uh, me and Benny went How to was see that Intruder. One? So I didn't expect it to be good. Right. So we got in there and it was, it started to be really good. Mm. Um, in fact, the fire alarm went off in a movie. So oh, just, no. at oh. the, just at the climax. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the what? fire alarm went off and the movie went off and we just all had to leave the movies. What? So it's left me with the like, I have to see this. So as soon as I got home, I tried to like turn on the fire stick to find it. It was not there. Oh, it's no. not clear yet. I can't find uh, it. Allegedly, anywhere. allegedly, it's not clear yet. Did they give you a refund <laughs> for that though? Uh, no, but we're just gonna go back and, and say we go to the AMC Grasher and that's so like, I heard. I would have demanded. I heard. Go to. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I heard like Dennis Quaid is to that movie what Octavia Spencer was to Ma. Yep. Exactly. Okay. All right. No. Mm. Exactly. I mean, I didn't see Ma. We're gonna see it uh, later on today. But yes, 
it was just like, but it still had you on the edge of your seat. And Dennis Quaid, oh, I think he played his role very well. So okay, so, sounds good. Sounds so good. how was the acting in terms of, other than Dennis Quaid? Uh, who played the uh, Megan, Megan Good, good. and uh, Michael, Michael Ely? Ely. How, how was that? Was Megan Good in the movie? She she played a uh, a wife who was um, <laughs> she, she was a wife. She was a wife. <laughs> she was Megan Good. <laughs> I mean, she she didn't play. I mean. How do I say this? They didn't give her like a lot to go off of. Okay. It was basically just, I'm not that smart. I'm like just being really nice. So mm. yeah, Dennis Quaid can come in at twelve o'clock at night because you're not here. Oh my god! And, um, <laughs> I, need, right. I need help putting up these Christmas lights. Yeah. So right. come on, come on in, have yeah. a drink, and possibly kill me. <laughs> so, so it's better than when the bow breaks. Perfect guy obsessed and all that good stuff. Uh, it's definitely worth the watch. I'm gonna definitely say that. I mean, okay. I again, I didn't finish the movie, but uh, it's it's worth the watch. I'm trying to find it. So, <laughs> has anyone seen Book Smart yet? I want to see that. Oh, I, I want to see, see that. that. Oh. No desire to see that movie. That looks, like, that looks like a female <laughs> super bad. I'm looking I, forward it, to I've it. I've heard it was. Um, I've seen reviews on it, and people are saying, you know, that's that's the realm that it's fallen in. And yeah. also, um, do you watch like Chris Stuckman? Who does movie reviews? No. Um, he pretty much said that it was the female super yeah, bad. I, I have a hard time with mook comedies. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the mook comedy for me is like, all right, I'm because I'm older now, I'm 40, I'm almost 40 at this point. I'm like, I'm, I'm just, I've moved away from, from your mook comedy. So whether mm-hmm. it's a super bad, whether it's this new book smart, whether it's old school, I mean, old school's a classic, but a, yeah. whether I'm just getting away from that weird bridesmaid humor. Now, what do you mean, yeah. mook? Mook is it, it, it grown people acting like, like it, kids. Yeah, coming it, it, of age. Yeah, it appeals to the lowest common denominator sense of humor in all of us as adults. So it's still your middle school I don't humor. Think that's it's what your middle, book it's smart is. Like, it's your middle school. It's your middle school humor that, that we like still a find funny. Drive, not like a like any so, Adam Sandler movie. So my brother, or, my brother lives in a country. <laughs> my brother lives in a country in Africa called Djibouti. I okay, say Djibouti yeah. to grown ass adults, and they still laugh. <laughs> that's what I mean. Right. It's appealing to that part of our uh, of our of our psyche. So for me, those kind of movies no longer hold much appeal. I would disagree with you because That's I fine. feel like a, a film like Superbad had heart to it, and it had heart and warmth to it. It wasn't just like it could have heart. It, Braveheart had heart. Right. <laughs> That's not a comedy, though. Braveheart. I know. I'm just but saying. Like, <laughs> so, so did you feel this way when Superbad first dropped? Did you feel like, eh, this is a moot comedy, but did you enjoy Mainly it? Mainly because with the moot comedy, I feel like heart is always crammed in as an afterthought at the end of the movie. Like yeah. hey, they have to have learned something in this movie. That's John Hughes. That's the John Hughes formula. It. Formula. I love it. I, I really love John Hughes. Still appealed to my family side of things. Mm. Your your bridesmaid, your your super bad. It's just like, hey, everything's super dirty. It's funny. Let's get a cheap laugh, and then there's some lesson they learned at the very end. It's shoehorned in. It's but shoehorned think, in. But I think when you get the reverse of that, it turns out to be funny people with you know Adam Sandler and you know Seth Rogen. Y'all seen that? Where it's uh, like, where it's like, there's like drama throughout, and still a mix of comedy, and it's a little uneven. So, I mean, it's kind of a hard thing to do that, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I say one of my favorite comedies of all time, perfect comedy, Click. Oh, Click God. is good. Click is fantastic. He learns a lesson all the way through. And a team. That's one and one and done movies for me. Right, that's for sure one and done, yeah. But if you look at it in terms of smart comedy with the lesson woven throughout where you're not like, this was shoehorned in at the end. That right. was a perfect But you movie still got that classic stupid Adam Seller comedy oh, yeah. in there, though. True. So it's so, it was stupid, but yeah. it wasn't like this is shoehorned in at the end as an afterthought. It was throughout the movie. So if it's if it's natural <laughs> to the story, I'm good. But. As far as Adam Sandler goes, I feel like all of his... Okay, yeah, you have, like, his stupid comedy, right. and then you have 
click and uh, like Spanglish and well, Spanglish even a comedy. Yeah, it's like a drama, comedy. Yeah, comedy. Yeah. So I think he does really well with those though. Mm-hmm. He actually has a new one coming out um, with Jennifer Aniston mm-hmm. uh, one, yep. on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's gonna be good. But I think he does really well with those. Um, yeah. And I don't mind the whole. Uh, the idea of those coming of age comedies, right. just because it it kind of brings us back to that, you know. I guess I already came of age, so it, yeah. the further away yeah. I get from it, I'm like, yeah, like, uh, uh, <laughs> right. yeah. I'm forty now. Yo, give me forty year old age comedy. Did you guys uh, millennials that's about to be forty by any chance <laughs> see Wine Country? Oh, I I've only seen half of it. It's, I, it's I only seen a little bit. bit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, it was. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, that admit, impressed. Do I finish it? Was it? I won't be a little stale. Yeah, a little stale. Will, Maybe we're not there yet. I will say I'm looking forward to Black Mirror comes oh, yeah, out June fifth. Couple days, couple days yeah, from now. Yeah, couple days from now. So only that's three episodes. Only three, time. but hopefully there's like taking it back to the episodes. old days, to the old old seasons. There were six episodes. We'll see. Yeah, it was six episodes in the first season. But these oh, okay. episodes are like an well, hour I mean, and a half That's how the British seasons are, though. I think you're going to be a little bit longer. The British don't play. They're like, we're going to give you four Speaking episodes. Speaking of Black Mirror, there's actually a game. <laughs> and each it's episode will be 90 there's minutes. There's a game based on the, the episode with the social the social um, status. Oh, okay. okay. Sure. All right, any, any uh, last-minute wrap-ups that you all want to have? I, I wouldn't say, though, for me personally, I'm looking forward to just to continue – you know, success in Netflix. I'm going to continue to wave their flag yeah. because they are are providing some of the best content I've seen in a while. My mom going to start helping me out with the bill, though. Oh, yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's getting expensive now. I'm like, all yeah, right, what mom. is it, like 16? It went up to like 15, I, I paid for the one for hey, my, don't get multiple no people. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's worth it, though, because it's, it's worth it. you get quality. I mean, now you get quality content. It's not like back in the day when you were paying seven dollars and it was just like, okay, this is it's just right. old yeah. movies, right. yeah. old TV shows, yeah. Or you know, it was a point. It was a point in time where we could say like, oh, this is a Netflix movie, you know. Yeah. So we're reigning in a new era. Uh, yeah. Calvin, thank you for joining thank you, us. Thank you, Paige, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Too much. Thanks for having <laughs> us. You're obviously. always welcome <laughs> back. Yeah. You know. So so please like and share. Uh, like us on Facebook. Um, you know, we're looking forward to talking to you again, more in-depth conversations. Uh, we see you again soon. 69, noise. <laughs>